Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this podcast, I'm going to go over windy day service, and mainly because today is extremely windy. So I'm going to give you some tips to deal with the winds affecting you in your area. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. So this Santa Ana wind event that has hit Southern California kind of came as a surprise because it happened on a Monday, and over the weekend I wasn't watching the news, so I wasn't tracking the weather like I normally do. And so when I got out this morning, it was pretty much a disaster out there. Not much I can do because the wind gusts in my area were about 40 miles an hour, which to me is one of those things where at that kind of rate, you can't do much to the pools. Um, you're getting blown around out there. It's kind of dangerous and dusty and not safe. And so on the day of the wind event, you're just kind of spinning your wheels because there's not much you can do. You can maybe skim a little bit, get, getting the skimmer basket cleaned out. But chances are the wind's going to just make a mess of it. And it's pretty sustained today where the winds are just continuously blowing. In my area, sometimes I'll get these short wind events that last for 30 minutes to an hour and then they're finished and the wind moves out. But today is pretty sustained. When I got home this afternoon, my umbrella was in my neighbor's house from my backyard. I was able to reach over and grab it and pull it back into my yard, but thankfully I didn't hit his window it went right next to it. So it was a pretty severe wind event where I left my umbrella open last night in my backyard and it blew into my neighbor's yard. So you can see that this was not just your typical wind event. My son said that he was watching a pigeon on the roof next door and he saw it get blown off his perch on the roof and kind of fly away. So really bad wind for sure. I know in some areas, I think the wind gusts were clocked at 96 miles an hour. Orange County, California was 70 to 80 mile an hour gust and it's just really devastating wind, a wind event like this. So what do you do when it's windy like this? Well, the day of the wind, you can't do anything. So it's almost like you just want to, you have to call it a day, kind of. You just keep it like a rainy day schedule. Show up at the accounts if you can. Again, it's very dangerous. If it's like extremely dangerous, I just go home. I've been in a wind event like that where I couldn't even get through because the trees had fallen down in the street. This was in 2012 in Pasadena, um, a La Cañada area where the trees had just fallen down in the street. There's no way to get through. All the power lines are blown down through most of the cities. Here in California, in my area, a lot of the power lines are still on poles, and they're sticking up everywhere. And so when we have a wind event, the poles blow down. Um, Edison has done a great job since that event to put reinforced poles in in most areas. So that probably won't happen again like it did in 2012. But that was a pretty severe event. I think the winds were clocked at 110 miles an hour on top of Mount Wilson when that event happened. So it's pretty powerful. The winds definitely are really bad. And the first thing you want to do is, you know, take a deep breath because everything's going to be destroyed. 
and thankfully the customers are very understanding because no one's using their pool right now. It's it's winter time here in October, so there's no pool use, which is good. And so most homeowners understand that it's going to take two or three weeks to clean up an event like this. Um, you know, there's not much you can do to pacify any customer that's kind of like, "Hey, I want my pool cleaned up now," and I don't I don't understand why it's not clean. Those kind of customers you can't do anything about. So just kind of you know, tell, explain to them that you have 80 pools and you're not going to be able to get their pool cleaned unless you want me to come back on Saturday and, and give me an extra, you know, $85, $90 an hour. I'll clean it up, but it's going to just take time to clean and you really have to explain and educate the customers. You should have a service agreement where it states in there of a wind event that is going to take two or three weeks. And if you do need a service agreement, I have one available. You can email me at david at swimmingpoollearning.com and I can give you I'll give you a copy of a simple one page service agreement in word format that states during a wind event it takes two or three weeks to clean up your pool and you can change the wording in that any way you want but make sure the customer knows that in a wind event their pool is not going to be back to normal in no time soon and so the first thing you want to do if you haven't done this before if you're new to this is make sure that you get all the debris off the surface now I set a time limit per pool of 25 minutes. Sometimes I'll go as far as 30 minutes if I have to, but then I'll have to cheat and take some time off another pool. And hopefully your route is in an area where the whole route wasn't destroyed. You may have some pools that are all cement. Um, Even then, the leaves blow from pretty far away. But you may have some pools where you can actually spend less than 25 minutes there if you're lucky. But 25 minutes is the maximum I can spend on an account. And I clean the surface the first week and get everything cleaned off the surface. I don't worry about the bottom at all if I if I run out of time. My main goal is to get the surface cleaned off so that I can get the system up and running, and then I go from there. Now, if you don't set a time limit, you can have a very long day, and it could be you know very hard for you to finish in one day. If you have 14 accounts and you're spending 45 minutes to an hour out there, you're looking at one hour per account roughly, and there's no way you're going to be able to finish before it gets dark. And you're not going to be working out there with the pool lights on. So you want to set a time limit and understand that this is a two or three week process. Now sometimes the homeowners will come out there and skim the pool for you. And that's great. Then you can go ahead and go to week two which is the bottom of the pool. I've had homeowners clean the entire pool for me one time during the windstorms. So, you know, it was a later account later in the week. And when I got there the pool was clean already. And the customer cleaned the whole pool because he knew that everything was pretty much destroyed out there and wanted to do me a favor and I appreciated that tremendously so that could happen to you hopefully it happens on several accounts but um, don't expect that to happen but regardless week one is just getting the surface clean and getting the pool operational so it doesn't turn green on you and believe me it can still turn even with water temperature in a 60 degree range so you want to make sure that the pool is running and circulating and you can also damage equipment if you don't have the surface cleaned up well, a lot of times customers will leave their pool on. They won't go out there and turn them off, which is good and bad. If they turn them off and you don't doesn't need to be turned off, it could cause a big mess for you. But there are certain situations where they should have turned them off, and that's when the skimmer is compacted with debris so much that no water gets in there, and the skimmer is actually running dry, and the pump's running dry, of course, causing the pump to overheat and could cause a suction leak um, or could cause the motor to burn out. So I've run into that situation before where no water is getting into the skimmer and then the pump 
is running and it burns out the pool pump and so that adds another layer to the problem because now the pool pump is not working so you know this will be something that you may run into or it may happen to you while you're doing your pool service in the windy weather so be aware of the fact that you may have customers that have equipment that go that goes out during this time and you may not have time to repair it because you're so busy with the cleanup so it's a good idea to have some repairman of some type in your back pocket so when you're running into a situation like this, you can call them out there to replace the pump for you or the motor for you because you don't have time to do it. The last thing you want to be doing is repairs while your pools are totally thrashed. So I have a guy that I use in my area that does only repairs. And if you're interested in this number, I can definitely give it to you also. Um, he does Orange County, San Bernardino County, Los Angeles County, San Gabriel Valley. He'll even go out to Temecula and areas like that. He's really great. No service accounts, just strictly repairs. He also does the warranty work for Hayward and Jandy. So he's a great guy to work with. And you need someone like that during the situation because you don't have time to do repairs. Or if you have repairs scheduled for this time, this week, you definitely can't get to him because of the wind event. So you need someone that you can actually take over the repairs for you. And so it's great to have someone like that to do repairs strictly for you. But back to the disaster that you're facing with your pools, if your pools are in really bad shape and you spend the first week cleaning the surface, the second week will be the floor of the pool. And I doubt if you're going to be manually vacuuming any pools out because of the amount of debris on the bottom. So let me give you a quick commercial here for a vacuum system. And I'm not endorsing any particular brand. None of them pay me to give them a shout out here. But I definitely would recommend purchasing a Riptide a power vac, a hammerhead, or the bottom feeder. And not in that particular order. I have my preferences for the vacuum system, but I'm just giving them a shout out here because you definitely need one. And the vacuum system will definitely help you with the cleanup of these pools in a rapid fashion. So if you don't have a vacuum system this time around, you definitely want to invest in one for the next windstorm that's definitely going to hit because we get four or five of these events here in Southern California every season. This one being a pretty severe one to start the season off with, but typically we get four or five, and there can be pretty bad wind events, so you definitely want to have a vacuum system. The price will pay for itself with the time you save on cleaning up the pools, and I definitely think it's a worthy investment. And one tool that you should have in your arsenal if you don't have a vacuum system is a leaf bagger or leaf master, and that's the device that you connect the garden hose to, put it on your pool pole, and you're going to use that to vacuum up the pool into a bag. It's like the poor man's vacuum system, basically, but they're really effective in a lot of ways. You'll add water to the pool by using them, but they pick up the debris pretty effectively. I have a video on my channel about the Leaf Master, and you can see that it works really well. It's just very time-consuming because you got to hook up a garden hose, and then you got to kind of maneuver it slowly, picking up the leaves. So it's nowhere near as fast as the vacuum system. With the vacuum system, you're going at pretty much the same pace you would go when you manually vacuum your pool, but you're picking up all the large leaf debris at that time. So week one, get the surface. Week two, get the bottom. And if worst case scenario, you're using a leaf rake on the bottom, you can effectively clean a pool with, a, with your leaf rake. It's just very tiring, time consuming, and not as effective as a vacuum system or a leaf bagger, leaf master device. And so after the week two, you have the bottom cleaned off. Week three is when you're going to manually vacuum the bottom, get all the dirt off the bottom, which there'll probably be a lot of dirt on there. So even with a vacuum system, it'll leave behind some dirt. If you have a suction cleaner, if the customer has a suction cleaner, 
definitely after week two, the suction cleaner will get all the dirt for you and you'll be done in two weeks. But if there's no suction cleaner, the third week you're going to be manually vacuuming the pool, getting all the dirt out. And hopefully between that week one and week three, there's no other wind events causing um, debris to go back in the pool. But a lot of times in Southern California, we have back-to-back wind events. So one week we'll have a pretty severe event, and then a week later, around the same time, we'll have a milder or maybe even a more severe event. So it's chances are that you're going to get hit again by the winds before week three comes around. But if not, you can dial the pool in pretty well by week three. So week one, surface. Week two, getting all the large debris off the bottom. And then week three, manually vacuuming in the pool to get all the dirt off the bottom if there's no suction cleaner. Sometimes they have a pressure cleaner like a Polaris. It works really well if you um, sell the customer a sand silt bag for that. That'll pick up a lot of the dirt on the bottom of the pool in a wind event. And the Polarises are great, or the uh, pressure cleaners like a Polaris 280 are great for wind events because it picks up some of the large debris for you. So I like pressure cleaners, but there aren't too many in my area. But they're really good for wind events too. And a robotic pool cleaner is definitely excellent for a wind event too to help with the debris. But it is a three-week process um, in most cases, some cases two weeks, some cases you know, if the customer helps out, you can get it in shape pretty quickly. But in most cases, you're looking at two or three weeks when you have a major wind event. And it's really um, disheartening when the wind blows like this. You almost want to quit and give up and, you know, get a job at Walmart or something. But you can get through it. And definitely, you got to just educate your customers that this is a process. It's a cleanup process. And it's not going to happen overnight. And sometimes a wind event is actually two days long. And so your pools the next day may even still be windblown. And so the Santa Ana winds are a really trying time here in Southern California. And what's weird about the Santa Ana winds is some areas will get severely hit. Other areas won't have any wind at all. And so it's kind of a weird thing. It kind of hits and misses. But eventually every area gets hit by the Santa Ana winds one way or the other. And today I think it's hitting mainly the Inland Empire and the Los Angeles area. I've heard reports that San Diego hasn't had too much wind but a lot of areas, Orange County, of course, I should say, got hit pretty hard too. But there's a lot uh, got destroyed pretty much. So there's a lot of areas that get missed and hit. But you have to be prepared for it because the winds are coming. And if you're in Texas or you're in Florida, um, you're definitely going to get wind events by, from hurricanes or other kind of storms. Um, you need to be prepared for it. The vacuum system, I think, is the best tool in your arsenal that you can have. For a wind event, it's going to make cleaning the pools much easier. And it's also going to alleviate a lot of the wear and tear on your body. You're not going to be as tired after cleaning the pools, which will give you more energy to clean the pools more effectively um, all week long. So definitely look into getting a vacuum system as soon as possible if you don't have one. Um, there were a couple guys in my group that purchased a vacuum system before this wind event. So I'm going to I'm interested in hearing their report now that they have a vacuum system and they have they've gone through a major wind event and see how that's really helped them during this event but you definitely need to pick one up i know they're expensive and it's a pretty big expense um, a big investment but you definitely want to do that if you have a pool route in a wind prone area and if you're interested in hearing more podcasts definitely go to my website swimmingprolearning.com and on the banner you can click on the podcast icon and scroll down to other episodes um, that you can listen to while you're doing the extra work out there during this wind event and you'll have more time to listen to more podcasts i guess would be the silver lining um, but all joking aside these wind events are horrible and i deal with them myself also out there so they're definitely no fun to go through 
And if you are looking to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.